Hey guys, it's Adelaide, and today we are going to be looking at different laws and acts put into place and how they still affect Native Americans. This started as a school project, but it has become more than that. I dove down a rabbit hole and it spiraled into a passion. In today's final episode, I hope that you learn, and I hope that this makes you think. When the colonists settled in America, they were power hungry. They wanted more than survival. They wanted more than to thrive, they wanted power. And this led to dozens and dozens of laws and peace treaties, but ultimately, it led to death, to sadness, to an America fueled by a fire built on anger, and yet, when people tell the story of how it all came to be, they paint a pretty picture, excluding most of the story. The Indian Removal Act was put into place on May 28th. 1830 by President Andrew Jackson, who was the seventh president of the United States. This act allowed the president to take away the Native Americans' land in exchange. They got to move across the country to an unfamiliar land. This 2,200-mile journey proved deadly. The Native Americans experienced drought, starvation, sickness, and exhaustion. The act was largely supported by people um, of the southern and northwest population and greatly opposed by the Cherokee and other Native American tribes. Though some of the tribes were submissive to the act, most weren't and were forcefully removed. Out of the 100,000 forced to leave, 15,000 Natives died on the journey. Native Americans lost their homes, their land, and their population was destroyed. Nearly 40 years later, the Native population... At an all-time low, the Dawes Act came through. The goal is to have the natives farm land and hopefully become civilized, convert to Christianity, all in hopes of being granted citizenship. The head of each Native American family was given a 160-acre land to farm. This land was not well-maintained. At all. If the natives were not able to do their work, their land was considered surplus land and was taken from them and sold to the white reservation owners. The Native Americans had 150 million of acres land before the allotment, and because of the selling of the surplus land, they lost almost all of it. On June 18, 1934, the Wheeler-Howard Act was put into place. The goal of this act act was to increase self-government and responsibility. They authorized the Merriam survey, and it revealed the shocking conditions of life, mainly due to the Dawes Act. This spurred demands for reform. On June 18, 1934, the Wheeler-Howard Act was put into place. The goal of this act was to increase self-government and responsibility. This act authorized the Merriam survey, and it revealed the shocking conditions of life, mainly due to due to the Dawes Act. This increased demands for reform. This act reduced the allotment of tribal lands and gave them surplus land instead of giving it to the settlers. Funds were authorized for the creation of a credit program for tribal land purchases for educational assistance and for helping the tribal organizations. Through the credit fund, many Native Americans improved their economic position, and with the funds of purchased land, over a million acres of land was added to the reservation. This act had a positive effect on the Native Americans. It increased their general wealth, helped establish better schools, and helped better tribal organizations. 
It also gave back millions of acres of re reservation land. Right now in the United States of America, there are around 2.57 million Native Americans. In total, there are 574 federally recognized tribes. The only feder federally recognized tribes in North Carolina is the Eastern Band of Cherokee. The Natives own 56 million acres of land. There has been more and more advocation for the Natives, but we still need to speak up. We need to tell the full story and not just the pretty parts. This is our history.